Welcome to the Not Too Serious Podcast. On this week's episode, my son and I, we talk about cars. In particular, we talk about uh, the process of purchasing a car and the experience that we had recently. Um, what experience do you have in purchasing a car? Um, do you prefer leasing over buying or buying over leasing? We'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email to NotTooSeriousPodcast at gmail.com. Please enjoy. Thank you. Okay, uh, today we're going to talk about cars. And I know that um, we had done some car shopping recently, not for us, but for a family member. Um, and um, it was quite an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we had gone car shopping before in the past, about a year ago or so. Um, so, yeah, the process really hasn't changed all that much, but... Uh, so yeah, what was the first car you got? The first car I purchased. Purchased. When was it, and what car was it? Um, it would have had to have been the Honda Civic. In the mid nineties, in ninety four, in fact. What was the process getting that done? Was that the first it was car? Essentially the same. Was it the pro- Was it like the car you were looking at first? Did you have to do some no, research? No, no. I <laughs> in those days. When you looked for cars, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the internet was still, a th- it was a thing back then, but it was not as big of a thing we have today. Mm-hmm. And um, I looked at um, consumer reports. See, in those days, I, I guess, okay, so I was looking, so I... I ended up with the Honda Civic, but then I looked at other cars that were kind of in its same class. So mm-hmm. I was looking at the Corolla and um, Mazda three. I don't know. I wasn't looking at Mazda. Were, were Elantras? But around that no, time? I wasn't looking at Elantra. I was looking at um, the uh, General Motors and Ford, whatever their equivalents were. Mm-hmm. Um. The process, I mean, uh, oh, and also, so I looked at consumer reports, and for those of you who do not know what a consumer report is, it's uh, essentially a magazine mm-hmm. that is a kind of a independent body, and they have um, people who are experts in whatever they're reviewing, review the product so in this case there were cars mm-hmm. and they had a, a rating of that went for, it, it had a kind of like a sim there was like a symbol uh reading so like a terrible review would be like a black circle okay uh something like a d minus would be maybe like a black donut um and maybe a c minor you know going up there would be like a 
like a black donut, maybe a black ring, like mm-hmm. a very thin ring. Et What's et like the best? The best would be a solid or a yeah a solid red dot mm-hmm. as opposed to a black dot. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at Consumer Reports, both Honda and Corolla all had like red dots like across the board. I see. And everything what they were reviewing in terms of safety, uh, emissions, um, mileage, um, there's so many categories that they based the car on. And YouTube wasn't a thing back then. So there was no real you know independent video review mm-hmm. so you had to read on everything that you wanted to buy up on what was the uh what was the deciding factor between Toyota and Honda uh well price what was the price uh, I I mean I I remember I don't remember the exact price. I mean we're talking it's like twenty six years ago. Man, it was a rough idea. Do you remember? Um. No, I. It was probably in the maybe. In the twenties, I guess. I can't mm. remember exactly. Yeah. But um. The thing of the the thing of it is though, or was, that wasn't the only thing I look at when I purchase a car. Mm-hmm. Um. For any car that I've ever purchased, one of the first, like, when I get close to the end of the deal, mm-hmm. I want to see the service people. I want to talk to the service people. I want to talk to the service manager. Yeah. I want to see what the um, service is going to be like for me. Right. Because once you've bought the car, mm-hmm. you don't see the salespeople anymore, right? You see the service people. The service people are the people who you deal with. On a regular basis. Right. Right? Like every six months or every, you know, five, six thousand kilometers, you're going to be seeing them regularly, right? So you want to have a good relationship with them. Yeah. So I found that uh, Toyota was um, was okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Chemistry wasn't there, I didn't think. But it was okay at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honda was much better in that respect, so that's why mm. I went with the Civic. So it, was so the it wasn't just, ser- but also service mm. people were not the only factor, but it was a very, it was an important factor, but I it remember, wasn't the factor. I remember you telling me that you didn't like the service that Honda gave you. Well, what happened, okay, so when I, okay, and I didn't count on this when this mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. When I bought the car... Mm-hmm. The dealership changed owners. Oh, I see. So when the dealership changed, usually you keep the staff, but even with the even with uh, you know over time, mm-hmm. people come and go. Right. And it's still a gamble. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The service manager left, mm-hmm. and they had a new service manager there, and um, yeah, I I had a real dilly of a time getting the kind of service I needed. Mm-hmm. In the end, it was a wash. My car got stolen. <laughs> so I never, never really... I had the car... I had that car right up until you were... No, just up... No, you were not born. You, mother, you, Your mother was expecting you mm-hmm. within a month, and the car got stolen. Wow. 
Um, Might have so, happened like on the day of my birth. That would have been very bad. Yeah, but um, so yeah, so then so then from there I moved to a Mazda. I bought a Mazda six two six. Same deal, you know, same kind of process. Mm-hmm. Again, I remember that car, the Mazda. Yeah. Well, you were just a baby. I don't know how you remember that. No, because you gave it to uh, my aunt after. Yeah, that's that's true. So I remember driving around on that. I remember, like, not vividly, but I remember mm-hmm. kind of like glimpses. Of it. I remember it was green. Yes. Uh, I don't know if we have any pictures of it. We might. I'm sure we have pictures. I'm of sure it. we do. Yeah. But that was that was the car. Um, but why why did you go to with the Mazda? Um, I went with Mazda, and it was kind of an upgrade mm-hmm. from the Civic because the 626 was uh, kind of more in line with uh, a large sedan. It was mm-hmm. like, an, like an Accord. Right. So it was like going from a Civic to an Accord. I think part of the reason was cost, too. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know... You're getting could, more bang for your buck. Yeah, and also I think they probably had a good deal. Mm-hmm. So and it was very unexpected. Plus, I got insurance money right for the car that got stolen, so I was able to put a you know nice down payment on it. So mm-hmm. you know it didn't really hurt my pocketbook too much. Right, so, right, right. And you know the fact that you came into our lives, it's nice to have the little mm-hmm. extra room right. in the car. So we went for a larger vehicle. Then it was the vans after that, right? Uh, yeah, well, I already had, I had one van already, mm-hmm. and that was the, um, Grand Caravan, mm-hmm. uh, Dodge Grand Caravan. We got, I, I've had, let's see, I had the one, two, three, I think three. Three of them? I think I've had three vans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had three. I had one that was green. That was the one that um, had the rear bench seat that was super heavy. If you ever wanted to remove it, it would take two people mm-hmm. to remove it. Mm-hmm. And we rarely removed it. Right. And then we had the blue Dodge Grand Caravan, mm-hmm. butane blue. And that had a 60-40 split that you could detach from the rear. Mm-hmm. And they were modular, so it was a little easier to remove. Right. But you still had to remove them out of the van. Mm-hmm. And the last van that I had was the stone go, which is basically where you could the rear seats would basically fold into the floor. Even mm-hmm. the stone go. Yeah, and even the middle seats could fold into the floor. So mm-hmm. there was a kind of a nice uh Steady upgrade. Steady upgrade over time. You leased the uh, first van, right? No, no, I've always bought. But the the last the last vehicle the last van, mm-hmm. I had leased, but then I bought it outright at the end of the lease. Why did you? How did you find leasing compared to just buying it outright? Did you prefer the payments would have to be less than the lease, right? It's less than buying. Yeah. So why did you decide to buy it? Outright? Yeah. At the end of the lease? Yeah. It was probably not the best financial decision I made, but mm-hmm. I think the reason why I did that is I didn't want to go through another process of looking for another van, and I didn't think 
that I was going to find a van that was going to have all the bells and whistles that this van would have. Because this van was actually a huge upgrade. Like, it had leather seats. It had the video console. It had um, all the... Well, it had the safety features that I that I was happy with. Um, so, I, I really didn't want to invest in a brand new vehicle. Because mm-hmm. I don't think... Um, I would have found anything in my price range, so I just said, "Okay, I'll just buy it outright." Well, how how much was the lease? And does, is there interest in leasing? Um, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Again, we're talking a long time ago, so I don't really remember the <laughs> terms. Yeah, I don't remember the terms of every car that I've ever bought. So, mm. but. So for those out there, if anyone is debating between leasing and buying, my only advice to you would be that if you intend to hold on to the car for a long period of time, then you want to you want to outright buy. You mm-hmm. want to think about buying. Mm-hmm. Um, now the upside to buying is that it's yours at the end. Right. Right at the end of your car payments, it's yours at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about making car payments anymore. Right. Um, also, the nice thing is, um, well, actually, the not so nice thing about buying is the car payments. Typically, they're hefty. Typically, if you buy outright, the terms, the monthly payments or bi-weekly payments are higher than if you were to lease mm-hmm. um with the lease so for those that you know don't intend they, they like changing cars you know mm-hmm. if they like flipping cars from you know every three to four years or every four to five years mm-hmm. then leasing is probably better because right. then you're not spending as much money mm-hmm. um and downside hmm? was there any downsides Downside is, is that you'd be spending thousands and thousands of dollars on a car only to give it back. And the other downside is the number of kilometers. They they limit the number of kilometers that you drive. Mm-hmm. So if it's 10,000, say you agree to a 10,000 year per year. 10,000 year? 10,000 kilometers per year. Yeah. Then anything above 10,000 before can't. year's end... Mm-hmm they'll tack on like five cents a kilometer or you know some crazy number and it can get pretty costly so you end up not driving it as much Mm -hmm. because like if you you live like in the city well okay so that's the thing so i guess really the person who would ideally want to lease would be someone who doesn't who doesn't like to drive the same car for a decade but maybe over, over maybe four or five years mm-hmm. and that person is not doing a lot of driving if mm-hmm. they're not if they're driving like only in the city and they're not making a lot of you know um a lot of trips a lot of long trips um also it's probably good for not so much for a family to lease because you know fa- because the thing is is that um, you have to be careful also with the conditioning of the car too, because mm-hmm. you have to give it back at the end of the <laughs> lease, right? right? Uh, now, I I don't think they'll ding you for any problems with like, 
you know, odors or, you know, spills and stuff like that. I, don't, mm-hmm. I think that's probably expected. Yeah. But, um, you know, you have to be careful with, like, tears, dents, dings, all that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Um, Is it, like, uh, when you decided, okay, I'm going to buy the van out outright, did the money that you put towards the lease translate to buying it or no? What do you mean translate? Let's say you paid ten thousand dollars on the lease, mm-hmm. and then your thing ran out, and so did you have to buy it? So yeah. It, so the way how it works mm-hmm. is when you lease a car, mm-hmm. um, you're you put a down payment, mm-hmm. whatever that down payment may be, mm-hmm. and then they say, okay, your term is. X number of percent over X number of months, right? So right. you've put all that money now mm-hmm. is now put brought into the cost of the car, right? Yeah. Then at the end of the term, they evaluate, okay, how much is the car worth now mm-hmm. versus how much will we sell it to you back for? Yeah. And so that money, the money that you've paid is gone now. Mm-hmm. It's finished. The term is over. Right. So if I want to buy it from them, now they may give you some courtesy and give you some discount. Say, okay, we'll, we'll take, you know, we'll take maybe $2,000 off the car, mm-hmm. you know, because if you're willing to buy it, you know, outright, mm-hmm. it, it would serve them better, better, right? <clears throat> because then you may come back to them again. You never know. Right. So, um, so there is an advantage there. Mm-hmm. But I have found that if you actually lease and then buy it outright, it would have been better if you had just bought it outright. Right. If you add that money together, then it would have been cheaper to have just bought it. So, so... That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to lease, then just commit to the lease. Yeah. And just stay, you know, stay, just keep, you know, you'll be paying in perpetuity, you know, monthly payment for some car. Mm-hmm. But it's cheaper. And then you don't have to worry about, and that's another thing about leasing. You don't have to worry about long-term effects of owning a car. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, every little sneeze or sniffle on a car on a say a car that's say ten years old, yeah, can cost you like three four hundred dollars. Right, right, right. Whereas a person who's leasing would never have to worry about that because they would have already returned the car mm-hmm. long time ago, and Makes so sense. they'd never have to worry about huge expenses when it comes to car repair or car maintenance. Is uh, f- when you lease, do you expect a higher interest rate or a, or a uh, smaller interest rate? Um, I, you know what? I don't know. It's been so long. I suspect it would be higher, but I could be wrong. Mm. Yeah, I suspect it would be higher because your car payments are lower. Mm-hmm. So I suspect the interest payments would be higher. Okay. Um, they make it more attractive to buy because the, the, um, interest rate they keep as low as possible mm-hmm. right or they try to anyway yeah um and uh 
yeah, I mean, so there are some pros and cons on both sides. And mm -hmm. it really depends on the personal situation, what they want to do. And by the way, you can do that with used cars too. You can lease and buy a used car. Right. Too. You can do that as well. But I've only dealt with new cars. I really don't have too much experience with the used cars. But um, new cars, yeah. Those would be the only two options. Mm -hmm. um, so, did you get the Elantra for yourself? Or was that my aunt's Elantra? No, I got it for myself. So, like, you made the switch to Hyundai at that point, right? Yeah, so, you no, know, what happened was, uh, I gave the Mazda to my sister, mm -hmm. right? So, she started driving it. Did you, did, did she buy it from you or you just gave no, it no, to her? No, no, just, you know, she actually finished the car payments for me. Oh, really? On that car, yeah, I think. I think I just gave it to her and then she just made the car payments. And then I think uh, she gave up the Mazda and then bought the Elantra. Mm -hmm. And um, she liked the Elantra so much that I decided to go to Hyundai as well and see well, what's out there. Mm -hmm. And then I bought an Elantra. Yeah. And that kind of started the ball going on mm -hmm. Hyundai. Yeah. And I've been buying Hyundai ever since. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So just well, what what made you stick with it all these years? Because this is your third car you've bought from there. Um, right? is it? Yeah, I bought Elantra, Sonata, Santa Fe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, uh, I would say the main. Well, first of all, is pricing. Right. So that's the first thing. Um. And the second thing I would say is service. Mm -hmm. Of all the cars that I've ever got serviced, they by far have been the best mm -hmm. um, in terms of providing customer satisfaction. You get surveyed on every service engagement, mm -hmm. whether it's part of a free oil and lube uh, or complimentary oil and lube and filter, or if it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, a twelve hundred dollar car payment or a car maintenance fee. Mm -hmm. uh, you're still surveyed, so it doesn't matter. Right. Um, uh, so they've always been very good. So that's prob that's probably the mo biggest reason why I go back to Hyundai, only because I'm used to them, mm -hmm. and because I um, I just find them good. Now, <coughs> I have to say. Uh, of everything I've mentioned, mm -hmm. no, I'm not sponsored by anyone. I'm just this is just my opinion uh, of and my experience of um, you know with dealerships and mm -hmm. b both buying, leasing, mm -hmm. and and maintenance. Yeah, I'm asking because I'm getting to the age now where I should really start thinking about eventually getting a car for myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was thinking, because I've always wanted, like, a Jeep, like Wrangler. Mm -hmm. That's I've always wanted, but that's not a good first car because of how expensive it is. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you have to go for something practical. Of course. So I was always thinking of, like, an Elantra. Sure. Something small, something not too expensive. Mm -hmm. But I remember uh, a friend of mine, he bought a... Elantra himself, he got a 
but the interest rate that he has on that is disgusting. It's like 6%. On an Elantra? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Why on earth is used? For... It's used, but like. Used? Yeah. I used Elantra for 6%? Mm hmm. That's. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. I was like, that's a disgusting you had, price. You had a bad financial manager. Yeah. Yeah, I think he might have gotten fleeced. But I'm like, yeah, I don't. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to do that. But like. Like, a lot of my friends. Like. One friend that helped us get the Santa Fe, like he's excellent with cars. He got, I mean, because his dad, you know, uh, is is every car dealership's worst nightmare. Is his father, is because uh, when he want he because they have a Santa Fe themselves, and he kept going back to that Santa Fe dealership, the Hyundai dealership, until they're just so frustrated of seeing this guy's face, they just gave him the car at a loss, essentially. But, you know, like, yeah, I, 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 I mean, as much as I respect that, it's uh-huh. not something that's not my style. Right. Um, I, um, you know, you try to be reasonable when you're negotiating the price of anything and, um, you have to be, you know, understanding and professional. I mean, they're trying to be, they should be honest and fair and you know be up 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 front with you right and if it's a car that you can't purchase and you just have to be practical about it and say okay we just you know thank you for your time Mm -hmm. right um not every meeting has to turn out to be a sale that's fair right and when you go looking for cars you need to make sure that you go to as many places as possible because that way you'll get the most, um, you'll get the lay of the land better, like what's out there, what's available to you. Right. And um, uh, you also gain a lot of experience on what things to ask when you buy a car mm-hmm. and what things, uh, um, what things to expect. Mm-hmm right um and always 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 test drive you don't want to ever buy a car without so much as test driving it Mm -hmm. you need to make sure that the car is you know driven first before you actually start um to even think about purchasing have you ever have you ever bought a car that's used no no I remember. Uh, I've never bought a car that's used, but I've helped people get. Uh, yeah, cars. get used cars. I mean, yeah, it's a different process because. Um, well, it's a it's a different process because the car is used, <laughs> and it it has to be certified by a mechanic. Right. Um, it depends on where the used car is if it's in like if it's off some kijiji site you know no offense to kijiji but that's not a dealership right Right. and you'd have to you know if you're buying it off of a person it's a little trickier that way it's probably easier to negotiate a price Mm -hmm. but less it's more of a burden in that respect because then you know you can't if you get it from a dealership 
they can probably sweeten the pot a little bit by adding some benefits, right? Mm, oil some changes. Oil changes, maybe a warranty. Tires. No, but even a warranty. They can even sell you a warranty. On a used car, you can get a warranty? Yeah, you can purchase a warranty, Yeah. right? Um, uh, but uh, for the most part, if you get just get it off of a guy, then you don't have any. You don't have right. any. You know, you may get a great deal on the car, but moving forward, it may bite you in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I remember a friend of mine, he tried to get a Volvo truck. Mm-hmm. And uh, he met up with the guy, and he asked, okay, can I take it for a test drive? And the guy said, no. And he's like, that I'm not buying it from you. If you won't yeah, let me drive he's it. Like, why don't you? And he's like, no. He's like, can I pop the hood at least? He said, no. And the guy said, no, pop the hood. But I'm not gonna buy this car from you unless I test drive it and unless I see what's under the hood. So the guy, after much resistance, pops the hood, and lo and behold, no engine. No engine in the car. So then how can you sell a car if it doesn't have an engine? And, he, and the guy's like, what was your plan here? Like, you understand that. If I bought this car, I was going to have to drive it somewhere to get it off the lot. I would have seen immediately that there would be no engine in the car. So what exactly was your plan? Take the money and run. I guess. Yeah. You got to be careful with that stuff. Because even like dealerships. Like like one of the, when we went car shopping last year, I, I, I realized that not all dealers are like happy, go lucky nice people you know like there's that one lady that was very ha- nice with us one day oh you're then, talking about when we we're going for the santa fe yeah uh very happy very nice with us one day and then the next day was complete it was no it wasn't it wasn't even so much, well that may have been true mm-hmm. but um i seem to remember i showed up the next day yeah and she was very nice with me but when it's came down to crunching numbers she mm. became very hostile almost yeah. yeah yeah very hostile and i remember the numbers that she gave me and my friend the day before she was not honoring those numbers yeah i don't know i mean that's why you have to you have to you know like when you're searching you can't just settle. You have to, you know, keep going, keep going and take us a while. Before. You know, but you you have to look at in my my humble opinion. You have to look between five and ten different places. Mm-hmm. If you look at five to ten different places, then you'll have a a better idea as to what's out there, who you're dealing with. You know, you can tell them that you'll come back to them if if you know if you feel that it's necessary, but. Um, and you know, salesmen, it's their, it's their job. That's their mm-hmm. job. Their mm-hmm. job is to show you the car. They don't always have to be professional, although it would be very nice that they are. But my, in my experience, most salesmen or salespeople are professional mm-hmm. and they're very nice and personable. You have to be, I mean, if you want to sell something. Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. when, when we got like, we, it was funny because we had gone to another Hyundai as well, and we had this price from this other one. We went there and we we're like, "Can you mat? Can you beat this price?" We asked them flat out, "Can you beat this price that this other Hyundai is quoting us?" The lady looks at us and she's like, 
where did you get this from? And we showed her. It was from there. There's a Hyundai. And she said, uh, if I beat this price, you have to buy it right at this very moment. You have to buy it. And I'm like, I can't just do that. I have to think about it, right? And she's like, no, I'm not going to let just give you a price and just for you to go to another Hyundai until until they, they could tell their, your our price and that you could beat us. So I said, fine then. No, I'm going to leave. Then she took her paper. She's like, one second. She goes, I guess she goes to the service manager. And then she comes back and she goes, uh... I can meet. I can meet this price for you, but you have to buy it right now. I was like, what do you mean meet? How did it go from beating to meeting, all of a sudden? Then no, obviously not. Because then why would we? Why would we buy it from you? We can just go to buy it from the other place. Then she said, okay, go ahead, do that then. And then she said she was gonna keep the paper that we had given to her. She's like, what are you doing? I'm keeping this. I'm like, no, you're not. That's our paper. We brought it in. That's our property. And <laughs> after some, you know, pushing and pulling, not physical pushing and pulling, but, you know, verbal, we grabbed our paper back and we left. But, like, like I said, like, not everybody's going to be professional with you. She was just being very quick. Like, like she wasn't nice at all. But that happens sometimes. Like, like you got to remember, like, they... they they get a the percentage of that money themselves, right? So you the always, commission. They get commission, so you have to be careful with who you talk to. Some some salespeople do get commission. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. You gotta be very careful. So they're always gonna upsell you, always. Mm-hmm. Like um, I I appreciate it when salespeople would be like, like you can get this, but you don't don't get this <laughs> like you can get this but don't get it what are the certain features in a car that you'd you'd want uh like guarantee 100 percent. now like a backup camera uh, i'm not gonna include the obvious like ac heating that's obvious to me mm-hmm. uh i'd like a backup camera heated seats that's all i need in the car you, oh, you like the heated seats? How about the heated steering wheel? Not necessary? I can wear gloves. I'd like it. It's cool, but it's not necessary. No. That's all. I'm, I'm a simple guy. Like, somewhere for, for me to get from point A to point B, as long as it has enough safety features for it not to yeah, be... Yeah, well, that's that's another thing, right? Safety features are important. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's, it's... The more safety features, in my opinion, the better it is. Of course. Because moving... F- ahead in the long run insurance rates will be lower on a car that right. is has Ma- loaded Mazdas actually have a very good insurance rate not because of their safety features but because they have an unlimited warranty on their cars really yeah they have unlimited warranty like they I have remember having an unlimited warranty when I had the it's like a newer thing that they just started oh in the last five years where they they have an unlimited warranty on their cars so you could have a car for 20 years and be warranty warranty on it still uh i find that hard to believe i said uh, i remember i had asked i was like what's the catch he's like it's no catch seriously like that's how confident we are in the cars is that you get like an unlimited warranty Mm. i was like wow 
insurance must be really good then for those type of cars. If it's unlimited, right? But yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Barring that, generally speaking, um, having a car that has um, g uh, good safety features that would really reduce insurance rates because I, I remember when I had the Elantra mm -hmm. and uh, I gave it up for the Sonata mm -hmm. the Sonata was a bigger car and more expensive car but in insurance rate was lower than the Elantra because the Sonata had more safety features in it than mm -hmm. the Elantra mm -hmm. so um, I think safety features are, are a good thing so you, that's something that you would want to have do you care about space? No. You don't care about space? No, I'm single. Okay, but I mean, I was single too, but I still like to have enough trunk space. A good when amount. I bought my Honda Civic. It's like, I don't want like a Mini. Right. But I can, I can live with like, like I can live Even with in a compact car? I can live with it, yeah. I can make it work. Mm -hmm. Like personally, like I'm not picky with stuff. I'm one of the most, the least picky people I know. Besides when it comes to food, with food I'm picky. But besides that, everything else in life, I'm not that picky. Mm. Personally, like I just need somewhere to take me from one place to another place. So yeah, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Well, I think uh, this was a good talk. Um, I think that um, you know buying a car. Yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty big step in a person's life mm. um, because you know it will help a person get from A to B, and it's not a you know uh, insurmountable. Nowadays they they make cars so that um, you know or not make cars but they finance cars so that it is more affordable. I think or it can be mm -hmm. um, if you choose the right term and and uh, and uh, rate. But um, yeah, I mean, it is a pretty major purchase, and uh, you know, just uh, be careful. This is advice to you, my son. Yes. Be careful when you deal with salespeople, and uh, you know, uh, hopefully you'll end up with the car with maybe not the car of your dreams as your first car but you'll definitely have something that's safe to drive that you'll enjoy driving and that you can call your own. Would you agree? Yes. 